Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Steve Kenyon Podcast. I am Steve Kenyon. It is Thanksgiving week. I hope you have a blessed holiday with friends and family and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for all of the support. Thank you for all the people who have uh, told our sponsors that they enjoy the shows. And thank you for all the folks who listen. We get a few more listeners every every week, and I certainly appreciate that. Getting ready for the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. It starts on December the 7th. Over the weekend, I had a rare thrill. Got a chance to get a buckle that says National Finals on it. Announcing the single steer roping finals in Mulvane, Kansas, alongside my friend Jody Carper, who has now done the National Finals steer roping nine different times. And it was a lot of fun. What a great group of guys competing at the National Finals steer roping. And uh, we will hear from two guests that I had a chance to catch up with while I was at the National Finals steer roping coming up a little bit later on. My friends Kendra Santos, who just went into the Cowgirl Hall of Fame and Pro Rodeo Hall of Famer and four-time world champion, Oat Berry. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. But let's talk about the steer roping finals for just a moment as we take a look at some of the stories that are making news heading into this Thanksgiving. History was made. Cole Patterson, $166,000 for the year. He won $45,000 at the steer roping finals. Finished out of the average, but he won the world title. Scott Snedeker finished in the number two spot. He was the top money winner at the steer roping finals. More than $51,000. History? Well, it went like this. Cole Patterson won the year-end title. His father, Rocky Patterson, won the average. That's never happened at a national finals event before. Rocky and Cole Patterson standing together on the big stage. As Cole was crowned the world champion, Rocky won his third average title at the National Final Steer Roping. I caught up with Rocky Patterson. National Final Steer Roping just came to an end. Rocky Patterson won the average, roped all 10. The only man to rope all 10 steers. What a great performance for you, Rocky. Thank you. Tell me about the way that you... You, I don't know if you plan this or not. You, you probably can't. Every steer except one, you were either 12 or 13. There was one steer you really had to fight to keep down that you were 18 on. Everything else was within, within a second of each other. Yeah, that steer had gotten up last night with Chet Heron. He had his string on his front leg, and he stood up. Uh, I'll let you in on a couple secrets. I'm 57 years old. I'm going to be 58 next week. And I'm not as fast as Cole and the rest of those 25 and 30-year-olds. And I'll tell you the rest of that story. I wasn't as fast when I was 25 as they are now. So, so you know, if, if I'm going to hold my own, i got to keep from shooting myself in the foot and try to win something in that average. Yeah. And you did. You won the average. You won $46,000, I think, by the time this was all said and done. How much did it mean to you to stand on the stage with Cole? Him being the world champion, you being the average winner, that's never happened before in Pro Rodeo. Yeah, that's special. You know, I'm not very good when I start talking into one of these microphones. I don't know where in the hell that kid gets it, but but he gets it. Yeah. I mean, he gets it from life. He, he understands the prioritizing, rodeo. He gets it. Tell me about the horse that you rode this weekend. It was a we, – you we we're kind of giving you a hard time because you, you told us all Wednesday it's a game-time decision. It really was. I think you told me which horse you were riding at 6 o'clock when it, the road pin was starting at 7 o'clock on Friday. You weren't necessarily planning on riding the horse you rode, but you did, and you did really well on him. Yeah, that – I was – I you know, I told you the story about the other horse and the other saddle. That's That's a whole different story, but – when I, when I got there and I got my draw and I went and looked at the first two steers, the horse I rode this weekend isn't very big, 
probably doesn't weigh 1050. I haven't weighed him lately. And he doesn't care for big steers. And these steers as a whole were a little bigger than, than average. We rope all year long. But I really liked my first two last night. And so I thought I had to start on him because I, he scores better. I know I can catch on him. And then I got off on a decent start, and I just never found a place to change. You've made a lot of history in your career. This, was, this had to be a special night. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I, I've been on that stage with Cole when he wasn't up to my belt. But, but that, that deal right there, that's something I'll never forget. Congratulations, Rock. Thank you. Rocky Patterson is a four-time world champion. He's been to the national final steer roping 28 times. The only man who's been to the national final steer roping more than Rocky Patterson is Guy Allen, who qualified 33 times. We just released a special extra bonus edition of our Legends of the Hall podcast featuring Guy Allen talking about his great career. If you'd like to take a listen to that, uh, you can find all of it. And please subscribe at 8secondsmedia.com. A couple of other things that I wanted to share with you that I think are making news this afternoon. National Reigning Horse Association Futurity is underway in Oklahoma City. That will continue all the way through December the second the website nrhafuturity.com there's a live stream if you'd like to watch it they've already crowned a champion at the nrha futurity this is um, as of the first day of competition on wednesday right before thanksgiving uh brian bell and a horse called clemerson barbelho won the adequan naac titles on the first day of the nrha futurity you can find all of that information at nrhafuturity.com there's a note that caught my eye on prorodeo.com the prca's website and there have been some rumblings in the background about challenges to uh, positions that have been awarded at the national finals rodeo and i'll just read you exactly what this says PRCA is committed to treating all members fairly, including providing members with the opportunity to raise questions about PRCA rules and guidelines. The Grievance Committee has already ruled on one challenge involving NFR healing qualifiers. Another challenge is working its way through the system. We expect to have a resolution quickly, and we will provide updated information as soon as a decision is rendered. That's the entire story, and uh, we'll keep our eyes on that and see if something happens in this last what 10 days now as we're recording this before the or two weeks before the national finals rodeo gets underway uh biggest probably rodeo across the country this weekend is in canada the maple leaf finals rodeo maple leaf circuit finals is going on we will talk to kendra santos and oat berry and get their thoughts on rodeo on building the next generation of superstars kendra's family uh her son Taylor Santos just got done competing at the national final steer roping. He has only been involved in the steer roping event since the year 2000. He's already qualified three times. Uh, we will get all of that and more coming up. Today's program is being sponsored by the Grandview at Las Vegas. Where you stand during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, go to dailymanagementresorts.com and find out about the Grandview. Thanks to Unbeatable Feeds, they will have a booth at the National Finals Rodeo uh, in Cowboy Christmas, real close to Prefort, real close to Wrangler, just off the red carpet. I'll be there a lot of days interviewing some of the talent that are using unbeatable feeds. Folks like Team Roper Payton Bray, world champion Team Roper Caleb Driggers, world champion tie-down Roper Haven Medjid will get to 
their thoughts on the NFR as it goes along. And uh, we hope you will uh, drop by and say hi to the folks from Unbeatable Feeds. We'll be right back with Kendra Santos and Oatberry. There's no pretending to being a cowboy. Either you are or you aren't. Which is why everything we do as a company improves or preserves this way of life. The romance, the honesty, the toughness, the craft. More cowboys, please. America could use them. Resist all. We live it every day. Prefer is proud to introduce estate fencing. This unique all-metal fence uses the same swedge-connecting rail as our popular Ponderosa fence, allowing it to flow beautifully along the contour of your land. With rails and posts constructed from galvanized material covered with an architectural-grade powder coat finish, it resists fading, rust, and other outdoor conditions. This fence is strong enough to last a lifetime and safe enough to house livestock. Best of all, no welding required. For more information, visit prefertfence.com. Hey y'all, this is Cody Johnson. When I was starting out in music, most every radio station and venue I went to told me no. At that point, you got two options, tuck tail and quit or buckle down and fight. Well, I'm a fighter, not a quitter. And that's why I wear Wrangler jeans and shirts. Their toughness and style are legendary. They're an iconic symbol of the West and there's no quit in them either. Life's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And if I'm gonna enjoy the ride, I'm riding in Wrangler. Wrangler, long live Cowboys. Steve Kenyon Podcast is being sponsored by the Justin Boot Company, the standard of the West since 1879. And by M2 Ranch Jerky, there is something special coming to a store near you, the place where you like to buy your jerky. It's about to have true traditional cowboy jerky, more meat, less sugar, M2 Ranch Jerky coming to somewhere close by where you are at the beginning of 2024. So before I get into a visit with Kendra Santos and Oatberry, a lot of people have asked, what are you doing during the National Finals Rodeo this year? And my answer is I have a brand new business partner, Next Gen Rodeo Media, which is powered by Rodeo Logistics. Next Gen Rodeo has provided software for entry systems for big team ropings and barrel races, uh, big events across the country. Uh, the people at Next Gen are also involved in the WCRA, the Lazy E Arena, the IPRA, the UPRA. They are, uh, they've got a lot of reach and a lot of people who are involved in a lot of different aspects of the world of professional rodeo. We're starting a brand new media platform that will be available soon on the Next Gen Rodeo app. And one of the things you'll be able to enjoy is a daily pre-show during the National Finals Rodeo. Lindsay Sumter will be joining me. Lindsay, of course, the commissioner of the Women's Rodeo World Championships, comes from the famous Rosser family, married to National Finals steer wrestler. Uh, there is nobody who has a better feeling, a college rodeo coach, for everything that goes into getting to the NFR. And uh, I'm really excited to hear what Lindsay has to say. Uh, that show will air every afternoon starting December the 6th on the Next Gen Rodeo app. I hope you'll check it out. We will also share it on our 8 Seconds Media Facebook page. It's a great, great opportunity for you to uh, get the first word on what happened last night and what's about to happen during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. We hope you'll check it out. I'll tell you a lot more about it next week here on the Steve Kenyon Podcast. During the National final Steer Roping, I had a chance to catch up with a couple of really good friends. I give them a little bit of hard time about being one of the power couples in pro rodeo. Oh, 
Berry is a national finalist, a world champion four times, and a Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame inductee in the steer wrestling. Kendra Santos could be in multiple halls of fame before uh, she is done. She is maybe the best journalist to ever cover the world of professional rodeo, to be honest, and uh, has started her own podcast uh, along with all of the other things that she does. If you're following Kendra on social media, you got a pretty good chance of getting the first word on a lot of the stories that are making headlines in pro rodeo. I sat down with Kendra Santos and Oat Berry during the national final steer roping in Mulvane, Kansas. I had a chance to catch up with two really good friends and two of my favorite people on the planet and two people I don't get to talk to near enough. Um, Priority Hall of Fame inductee, four-time world champion steer wrestler, Oat Berry, Kendra Santos, who I'm going to say this and she's going to aw shucks it. Oat is probably the greatest journalist that's ever covered our sport of rodeo. Um, she's going to aw shucks that, isn't she? No, she is by far. I mean, and it's not just our opinion it's 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 a lot of people in the rodeo industry and she's been doing it for a lot of years and and uh she can interview uh an old dumb cowboy like me and make us sound good so uh, uh sound well you know the proper grammar all the right things to say so yeah she's uh she's outstanding in in the field and in what she does and has lots of people that follow her and read what she whether it's uh, in a magazine or on Facebook or, or you know, just, just people stop and talk to her all the time and, and ask her and tell her how much they enjoy her work. Cool thing about this, I'm going to get to you in just a minute, Kendra. Honest, I am. Um, I'm surrounded by Hall of Famers now. She just got inducted into the uh, Cowgirl Hall of Fame. You have, you are, and a well-deserved, and I can't imagine anybody more deserving of induction into the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. What did that mean to you when it happened? It was very special. Uh, you know, when you start your career, you, you know, all I thought about was making the NFR, you know, and then once you make the NFR, you know, you set your goals. And and, uh, and going through the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame and the Cowboy Hall of Fame in Oklahoma City, you know, at, when you're young, you can only dream, you know, your, your, your idols, your stars, the people you watch growing up, you know, are in there. And, and to be put in there alongside those legendary people, it's, it's yeah, it's what a great honor. Kendra, you you just got in. You were just just went into I think in Fort Worth last weekend, Cowgirl Hall of Fame, right? Um, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Ode. It's a question you've asked a million ropers and riders in your life. Would that mean to you when it happened? I had no idea. It it was it was amazing. And it's a it was, big deal, isn't it? It's a really big deal. It's amazing to me, and it was really kind of overwhelming. I. They sold out Dickey's Arena, where yeah. Fort Worth Stock Show happens, and I'm sitting there, you know, sitting there with my, my children, my granddaughter, Oat, Trevor Brazil, Tuffy Edeman. It was just like, this is for me? I yeah. mean, people showed up for me. It was just, I feel like one of my favorite traits about myself is my loyalty, and I just can't believe how many people have been so happy for me. I'm, it's just overwhelming, really. I'm going to ask you the biggest softball question on the planet. You can go wherever you want to with it. Why do you love telling stories so much? Because these are my people. And it's really interesting. Like, I'm going to blink and I'm going to be in my fourth generation of these people. But, like, when I'm a kid and I'm riding around at the rodeos, you know, my dad's rope horses or whatever, it's like, who am I riding around with? I'm riding around with John W. Jones Sr., Jack Roddy, Harley May, Leo Camarillo, you know, all these people. And it's like, 
my first NFR that I worked, like the PRC hired me straight out of college. I've never sent out a resume. Um, my career came to me, you know, as a rodeo journalist. And it's like, you know, Bob Fife paid me 50 bucks when I was a teenager to write my first story about a cowboy. And then when I was just graduating from Cal Poly, Bob Tolman and Cotton Rosser told the PRCA, there's this girl from California from a rodeo family. She'd be perfect. And they called me. They flew me to Sacramento. The president, Bob Edson, flew there. It's like you're 10 seconds in. He's like, you're hired. And this is how it's been. And every time I turn around, I'm just like the luckiest girl in the world. Because to tell these people's stories and for them to trust me to tell their stories, you know, like my first NFR was was 87 that I worked. And the star of the show was Louis Field. And now we just retired his son who I sat there with my own two eyes and watched Veronica, you know, hand that little baby's head over the rail behind the buck and shoots so that Louis could, you know, kiss him and hug him. And, and he just retired at 36 years old. It's like insane. And it, but so cool. Like our rodeo family is real. You know, oh, she talks about rodeo families and you're, you're now to a point where you have spent a massive amount of time getting young steer wrestlers started where you are a counselor, I think, to a lot of young ropers and riders, whether they're bulldoggers or anything else. Um, this rodeo family is getting bigger right now. This sport is on the rise, I think, isn't it? I think so. And gosh, you know, I, I hear stories. Uh, Roy Duval told me, you know, I was lucky and fortunate enough to travel with one of the greatest or the greatest steer wrestler of all time and and he told stories when he was a kid you know of uh guys turning him down not letting him ride a horse and Hmm. you know and said that if he ever had a horse he'd never turn anybody down you know and and i could relate because uh roy was so nice to me when i was young and helped me and and uh we don't get anywhere in this world without help you know behind the scenes and and uh and I love giving back to the sport. I love the sport of, of rodeo and steer wrestling, especially, and and to uh, to to be able to put on steer wrestlings all over the country and see these young guys. And you know, our our first champion, the first year that we had the Oatberries Junior Steer Wrestling World Championship, Bridger Anderson was our champion. And now to see him coming to his second NFR, and and it's not going to be long. Uh, there's a lot of success out there. A lot of rookies of the year that that had been through our program and and you know we like to think that uh, we had some had a had a hand in doing that it was a stepping stone you know and and taking these kids to vegas and letting them compete and against each other you know when i was a kid the only time we seen kids from other states is if we made the national high school finals right. you know and and now they're they're seeing each other uh, half a dozen, dozen times a year at some of these qualifiers and jackpots, and then we take them to Vegas and throw them all together, and they're already, you know, seeing their competition and where it's coming from, and and hopefully it's making them step up and step up their game, and and yeah, it's it's great getting to watch them go from our arena to the Thomas and Mac across town. The national finals is about to start. This year's going to pay fourteen and a half million dollars, three million of it to contractors, the rest of it to cowboys and and cowgirls at the national finals rodeo. Uh, we are get we are here in Kansas at the national final steer roping, which is paying a half a million dollars this year, the highest pan it's ever been. I'm going to let Kendra comment on this too. Oh, you guys, you Kendra mentioned Louie, Roy Duval before you. Um, 
Joe B, Fred, all those guys, you helped build this. You were the building blocks of what we are seeing today, I think. Do you feel that way? Well, a little bit, and, and but, you know, as I look back and, and, you know, of the Roy Duvalls and the, and the John W. Jones Seniors and right. the Jack Roddies, they helped get it to where it was when, you know, and, and when we went to Vegas, the prize money doubled from what it was in Oklahoma City, and, man, we thought, uh, you know, we had really stepped up, and, and, and we did, but like you said, looking at it now, it's double, triple, even past triple, three and a half times of what it paid in 85. So, yeah, it's it's going in the right direction. People can make make a living rodeoing now, and and, and uh, these are great athletes, and, and we just love seeing the money get bigger and better. What did go around paying 85, do you remember? $8,080. That's about, Kendra, I think a fifth or sixth place paycheck this year. Well, it's insane. It's so cool. And, like, Cowboys making more money is is what besides my family like what i live for like my whole deal is about the cowboys for the cowboys the voice of the cowboys and so that is so cool and i will say oats deal with these young steer wrestlers it is nobody but me sees it but it is so cool to see him i mean at the nfr but year round he, he whether he's got the money to do it or not from sponsors and you know he he cannot stand himself. He he sets a new record with his payoff every time, and he's there, dawn till dark, all the time on the phone typing with two fingers. He loves these kids. And like Cash Rob just came up. He right. was the rookie of the year this year. He just hurt his knee. We're, we we might have made the NFR if he hadn't got hurt. I mean he's he's a badass, and he just came up from 12 years old to 18 years old through and he was a real star in in Oates program and along the similar lines what's so cool to me on this generational cowboy subject is you know nine or ten years ago where did I first run into Tyler Wagaspak okay Cash Rob has been living with he's under the arm of Tyler Wagaspak okay Tyler Wagaspak when I first met him he's living at Oates house because he's learned how to bulldog but but his, his dad sends him to Oat to learn how to win. And Oat is like the house mom. He's cooking him <laughs> pancakes. This kid, Oat says the only thing that ever frustrated him about Tyler Wagaspak is that he, he would say one more, one more, one more. He couldn't get him to stop practicing. But, but like he lived with Oat. Oat drove him and some other young men like Rowdy Parrott to these yeah. rodeos. And now when, when, I, when I'm watching the NFR with Oat, the pride do you know that Tyler Wagaspak and now Cash Rob also, do you know that when they get into a really hot situation, every time 10th round, you will see Tyler Wagaspak in a purple shirt. He's getting Oat's goat because every time Oat tried to wear a purple shirt, he got it torn off of his body. So they do that to try to get Oat's goat. But like the pride he has, it, he, he gets tears in his eyes talking about Tyler Wagaspak. And it's so cool. Like he loves him like a son. Well, and he's a great young man. I mean, he is a – I wouldn't be surprised if he walks out with number five this year. Not at all. And, and I've said it I've said it more than once. If, uh, if he stays healthy and wants to rodeo and continue to rodeo, he will have more go buckles in the steer wrestling than, you know, Homer Pettigrew's got the record with six and, and Luke with five. And, and Tyler can have eight or nine when he's done if, if, if he wants to go that long. You know, uh, 
I know he's uh, married. I don't know whether or not they're planning on starting a family or not. But, uh, you know, when, when you rodeo and, and, and Tyler's really, you know, took care of his money, put together, you know, he's got a nice place, put together some cattle, some land. And, you know, and, and, you know your priorities change when you get older. But if, if Tyler wants to rodeo for another 10 years, he can, he can probably sure have another three or four or five go buckles. Kendra made a comment about you teaching these guys and you and she she separated two things that as you hear hear what she said you might think to yourself wait a minute why are they different teaching them how to bulldog and teaching them how to win there's a lot more to rodeo than just what you do inside the arena i contend though you tell me if i'm nuts i contend that there's more to rodeo in terms of what you do outside the arena you drive 10 hours to go bulldog a steer for four seconds. You got to know where to enter, those kinds of things. Am I right in, in thinking that? What's the difference between learning how to, how, to, how to bulldog and learning how to win? Oh, it's two completely separate entities. I mean, uh, there's a lot of great athletes, a lot of great steer wrestlers, but... Uh, but and you can it, plug in any other event in that, in what he just said, I think. Yeah, and it is, and it's true. I, I've talked to other champions like joe marvel i got to meet him at reno here half a dozen years ago and we talked about this and and uh you know a lot of guys know the sport but uh but like you said knowing how to get up and down the road how to enter how to trade how to you know uh keep from making four trips back and forth you know and and covering your tracks and 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 keeping your horses fresh and keeping you fresh and but uh, but it's all a lot of attitude and stuff too, you know. Yeah, we can all go out there and, and throw a steer down, but uh, knowing when to run at the barrier, knowing when to back off the barrier, you know, and and putting runs together and and like you said, putting together a not just a, a run in the arena, but a run going down for you know a week, two, three ahead of time, you know, looking at things and and uh, that's what we we talked a lot about that stuff, you know, and and. Uh, Tyler credits me with uh, one year at Denver. You know, he I asked him what he was going to do, and he, he told me his game plan. And I'm like, no, you know, let's let's do the opposite. Don't don't run at the barrier. Let's back off and go get him caught and throw down and, and give yourself a chance. You know, and then the, then the next time he's like, well, I'm going to back off. And I'm now like, no, this steer stops. Let's run at him and catch him right there and take a chance at winning the round. You know, yeah. and and just scenarios that I'd been through myself. And guys that either helped me through or you learn by uh, experience. And, gosh, if you can pass that on and, and these shortcuts. And, and like I said, Cash Rob, uh, Denton Good from South Dakota, they started coming to my steer wrestlings at 12 years old. You know, uh, they're at an 18 and under event, and, and they come for six years in a row. I said, that's, that's amazing. And I said, it's really fun to watch, uh, you know, come that first two years. Yeah, they struggled a little bit. And little yeah. guys and, and yeah. you know, and, and we don't run any smaller steers than they do, you know, at, anywhere else. And sometimes ours are even bigger. But uh, to watch those guys and and, uh, and to overcome it and, and use our process as a stepping stone to, to get better. And, and, and yes, we, uh, I'm so proud of some of these guys. I love watching them. We've got a unique situation this year going into the National Finals Rodeo in your event, the Steer Wrestling. Um, the top two Cowboys, um, both from Oregon, number one and number two, Jesse Brown's been there before. But I say unique situation. Dalton Massey sets an earnings record this year, goes to his first NFR, number one in the world standings. I don't know if you know Dalton at all, if you've ever had a chance to meet him or, or, or be around him. He comes from a 
third generation, fourth generation rodeo family out of the Northwest. If he called you up and said, Mr. Barry, what do you think? What would you tell him? I would just say, you know, do what got you there. Uh, I, I was really impressed. I don't know Dalton that way uh, well. I've, I've met him and seen him before. But what impressed me watching him all year is just he doesn't get in a hurry. Stays on his feet, stays over cattle well, you know, and, and just goes makes his run. And, and, I'm, you know, I credit that with probably his upbringing and his raising. I know his grandpa, you know, and, and, and been to their place and steer wrestled before. The great Sid Britt. Yeah, Sid Britt, and we, we, you know, he, he's hosted us at his ranch before, and he loves steer wrestling as much as anybody. But I credit it to the, the part of the country they're in. You know, the Northwest, it's more the, the big outdoor arenas and the bigger cattle. And, and uh, he learned how to stay on his feet and slide and shape steers, you know, and, and to where, you know, you go to South Texas or, or Eastern Oklahoma or places in a lot of quicker setups, quicker starts. And, and uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch him in this quick start and this quick building. And if he can just do what he's done all year, stay on his feet and don't get in a hurry. Don't try to, you know, you try to be three and it's hard, it's hard to do. You go out there and, you know, with a game plan to go be four or five seconds and you can, it can be three, but you go out there with a game plan, I'm going to throw every steer in three and you're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. Kendra, let me ask you about, let me follow up on a theme that we kind of started in, in that discussion and it applies to your family. Amy Wilson did a really good interview with you on the Cowboy Channel during the California Rodeo in Salinas, standing in front of a plaque that honors your family, which is at least four generations deep in this lifestyle. Um, and that's that's kind of a theme in this sport. We're at the steer roping finals watching 58-year-old Rocky Patterson compete with his son, Cole Patterson, 25 years old, and a whole bunch of kids that, you know, have, you know, some of them, your son, Taylor, um, at his third finals. But family after family after family um, is a big deal. And this sport is a big deal in your family. It is a big deal in my family, but it is a big deal in so many families and the generosity of spirit within all these families. You know, uh, at the back number night here at the NFSR, and it's no different in any event, they're all, you know, shoot, half of them said Rocky Patterson had helped them along the way. And I yeah. know that a couple people who've been particularly nice to Taylor, you know, the Jim Davis Hall of Famer and his son Bryce, who's an NFSR, you know, they've they've helped taylor i mean he's he's new to this situation and they dive in and i mean when it's raining in texas the other day who says come over we'll have a little tune-up have a little fun session trevor brazil i mean yeah. people are so generous to share you know we all know this it's like uh, people in rodeo will tell you everything they know even when you're trying to beat them yeah that sets rodeo apart you know it's it, it's the family thing is is legit how unique, guys, I'm going to let you both answer this question. How unique is Taylor Santos in the steer roping from this standpoint? He's at his third straight national final steer roping in 2023. Kendra, am I correct in saying he did not trip a steer prior to January 2020 or barely had tripped any? Am I right in saying that? We don't have steer roping in California except when you use it to actually doctor one in the pasture. Right. And so that's true he he got kind of a late call to to try the timed event championship at the lazy e in in 2020 and and 
did a crash course on the steer roping and and fell in love with it and he loves it and and i see you know it takes in every other event you have to be about three quarters truck driver right to do it and i see i mean he's still only 29 but he fell in love with this event he loves he loves in both the tie down and the steer roping he loves the young horses and the and the process and and every day being out there with with those young horses is like a real passion of his but he did he fell in love with 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 this event and you steer ropers are different in case you haven't noticed it's like steer ropers they're a great group of guys but these are people with families and business interests at home who do not live pretty much 365 days a year on the road it's a little different lifestyle and and i come from a family that's not full of gypsies and um i grew up leo camarillo and my dad were the very best of friends and my dad was a veterinarian who you know stayed mostly in california and rode on the weekends and my, my whole childhood leo was like frank what are you doing you know and when it was go twice in the team roping right. you know he he would rope in their crew and whatever and I mean, how many people have said, oh, my gosh, you know, he could have done it. But but he had a family and a business at home, so he more would fit in with the steer ropers, you know. And I I see Taylor just, you know, kind of thinking maybe a little bit more about about expanding his horizons behind the steering wheel, yeah. besides the steering wheel. How? Oh, before I let you guys go, I to me, Taylor's kind of a freak in nature. She mentioned, you know. You know, three years, you're not supposed to be, you know, you've been doing this for four years, competing against the best in the world. You're not supposed to be at the national finals three times, but he is. Well, what people don't know about Taylor is uh, if he started roping his first year in, I think, of January 2020, and gosh, I don't want to take anything away from any other, the 14 best steer ropers here, but since January 2020, Taylor may have run or roped more steers than than maybe some of these guys that that, that uh, some of the young guys have in their life. He's got the, uh, I've said, you know, the guy's got, he's one of the hardest working guys, you know. Tyler Wagesback had that hit where when you go to practice pen, it's, and, uh, and, from talking to Kendra when when Taylor was little, uh, they had she wouldn't put lights in their arena for that reason, and she couldn't get him to come in even even when it was dark anyway. He wanted to run one more and after dark, and and to this day there's nobody going to probably outwork him. He's he's up at uh, you know five thirty six in the morning and, and uh, grabs him a cup of coffee and he's off to the barn saddling horses and and he goes from from daylight to dark whether it's old horses young horses calf roping steer roping and and uh, you know through high school he roped with cody snow and had great success you know and, and i think if he would have turned his attention to team roping he would have you know been there at the thomas and mac and and both of the boy kendra and uh taylor and lane kendra's boys uh they're just great cowboys you know they they go to time to event and then it's not like you know they're weak in any event, and and um, they can compete. They, I, I've told them both. Why, why you guys don't steer wrestle at your circuit rodeos? You're crazy. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, they could make it in in, in every event. Uh, and as tough as rodeo is now, it's pretty much a specialized. You know, and gosh, for Taylor to make it in both events in the same year, you know, that's that's really rare and extraordinary anymore because, uh, you know. Uh, the, the events are so tough and and to trying to try to rope calves and and 
steer rope as well and when the slacks are different days and you're having to miss a good rodeo over here to go to this one over here and and he is uh, he's done a tremendous job and and uh, if he focuses just on one event and that's the way it's kind of looking he loves steer roping well uh, look for him to be in the, you know, instead of being 10th, look for him being in the top four or five probably the next few years. Tell me about your, before I let you guys go, tell me about what you're doing with your youth program today. Well, like Kendra said, we, we try to grow it every year. We try to change it up a little bit. Uh, taking 45 kids to Las Vegas here in about three weeks, and, and uh, we're going to have a record payout again this year, uh, 85000 wow. just in Vegas. I mean, just the money. That's not counting. We give Beautiful cactus saddle saddleries, Yeti coolers, uh, Huey backpacks, and you know, cinch vest and Ariat coats, and you know, they get a lot of stuff. We, we're trying to just make it bigger and better, and and, uh, and trying to grow the sport of, of rodeo, and especially you know, some of the sports like steer wrestling was maybe kind of starting to die out a little bit, and we we're we're just trying to do our part and to give back and and help these kids and and. Uh, and everybody says, including myself, gosh, wish they'd had something like that when I was young, you know. Yeah. And, and so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do it for these kids and, and, uh, and just give them a stepping stone to the next level. Tell me about your new podcast, Kendra. You, you made some headlines here a week or two ago. You were the one that broke the story of Casey Fields' retirement. But tell me about that. Well, again, to be trusted with people's stories. I think, I don't think, I, I called Casey just to, BS for a couple minutes and we ended up on the phone for an hour and a half but but what a privilege that he would trust me to yeah. tell me that you know but um no spin rodeo um in a way Tommy Joe Lucia had called me you know hey what do you think and I at first I was like what I mean he's a production guy right he he's the one that runs the fan zone and the back number ceremony and all these different things at the NFR and other major rodeos like Salt Lake City but we've been in a thousand production meetings together over the years but but I'm the girl that's there for the Cowboys and he's there for, you know, the committees or, you know, he's from the production side and, and I'm on the competition side. So, you know, we've we've crossed paths a lot. Yeah. Um, but so we come at things from a different from different angles, but we both are no BS people yeah. and we're going to shoot you straight and we're going to tell you the truth as we know it. And so it's been fun. I mean, you know, um, I'm kind of surprised, but it, but it, but it's been fun. So, um, here we go. You should get a great reaction to it. I've, I've listened to a couple episodes. I think it's great. And, uh, I can't wait to listen to more. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And thanks for being our friend. We love you. Everybody loves Steve Kenyon. Yep. So the rodeo family's for real and you're a big part of it. Thank you, Kendra. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Um, I'd have never known when I was first coming up in this sport that I'd have friends who were hall of famers. But it's kind of cool to have a bunch of friends who are not, number one, just great people, and number two, people like Oak Berry who are in the Priority Hall of Fame. Who'd have thunk it? Exactly. I'm just, uh, you know, country kid like most of us are that uh, grew up doing something we loved to do and, and was fortunate enough to uh, do it at the best of our ability, and, and that was good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't... Uh, I told somebody once a gold buckle after you win it, you know, it's it's great. You look at it and you put it on your belt and it helps pull your pants up. You know, you you still have to put your pants on one leg at a time and we're still just people and, and uh, you know, 
you're a Hall of Fame announcer and and uh, and Hall of Fame guy, and and that's you know that's most people in rodeo. They're just we come you know everybody comes from pretty good stock, and and uh, we enjoy what we do, and and we're we're down to earth. And I don't think uh, you know like some of the other sports. I don't think our heads get too big that uh, we, we can't stay down to earth and stay grounded and and uh, just enjoy doing what we do and try to make a living doing it. We'll see you in Vegas. Thank you. Oh, Perry, Kendra Santos, my favorite power couple, joining us on the Steve Kenyon Podcast. Plenty happening during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. December the 7th is when it all gets underway. Don't forget to join us on Next Gen Media, Next Gen Rodeo Media, powered by Rodeo Logistics for our daily pre-show, NFR Central, starting on December the 6th during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. You can find it on the Next Gen Rodeo Media platform on Facebook, on social media. We'll share it with you in a lot of different places, and we hope you'll join Lindsay Sumter and me beginning December the 6th. Thanks for joining us. The Steve Kenyon Podcast brought to you by Wrangler, by the Justin Boot Company, by the Grandview at Las Vegas, by M2 Ranch Jerky. Thanks to Resist All. We wear it every day. And to our friends at Unbeatable Feeds and, of course, Preferred. Number one in Ranch and Rodeo. I'm Steve Kenyon. God bless everybody.